Low in the car today too. Look at that. I'm outside. <laughs> it's so low, nice you look like you're about to rob something. Doesn't she though? Or she just got <laughs> done should. robbing somebody and she laying low. I was doing yard work. Leave me alone. <laughs> Turning my camera off. Why? You know we're recording video. Whatever. Now look at what Whatever. y'all did. <laughs> you ran low away. You did. <laughs> Are you recording? Yes. I thought I was the only one that had kids okay. coming in here, messing up the flow. <laughs> um all right, y'all ready? Yes. Yeah. Alrighty. Welcome to the Breaks Radio. Welcome to another episode of The Breaks Radio. It's your host, CEO Hayes, in the building. You know, if I'm here, my lovely co-hosts are also in the building. Uh, first up, we got Miss Mary Almonte in the building. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then we also got Lo coming in from uh, just getting done committing a robbery. <laughs> and also... Uh, last but certainly not least, the one and only Baylor the Great. Yo, yo, yo! I'm not telling on nobody. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So we have uh, not not quite as deep of a list as we go go through, but the last question on here, I'm really excited to get to and just get everyone's thoughts on. But we'll tease that as we go through this episode. The first one, uh, someone we've been talking about quite often over the last few months or so, and that is Kodak Black. Um, this time getting arrested right before he was supposed to perform at the Rolling Loud concert. Reportedly, he could face up to 10 years in prison. What do you guys make of this? Uh, I know for one, for me, I said that it wasn't going to be long for him. Uh, it just it just seems like, you know, anytime someone just keeps getting into trouble for different reasons, it is very shortly thereafter they get in some type of legal trouble. So that's what happened with Kodak. But what do you guys think? <sighs> This is exciting news for me. (laughs) It was just a matter of time. Like, he's so problematic. And I swear, like, Charlemagne said this in an interview. Like, you're going to go to jail. Like, you need to chill out. And he was pretty much like, whatever. So, I mean, hey. I mean, I hate to see my black man go to jail, but come on. You cannot be that problematic and think that it's not going to come back around to you. So, yeah, true, true. I mean, yeah. yeah, low. I mean, sorry, Mary, what do you think? Yeah, I mirror low sentiments. Um, I never would wish jail upon anyone, but I do feel like he's so pompous and just acts like he's above the law and everything else that it's like, you know what? I mean, 10 years is a long lesson. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, but I do think it's about time he, he gets some kind of repercussions for his foolishness. So, yeah. Yeah, Baylor. I think somebody needs to call DMX. Um, get him over there, <laughs> sit him down or something. Because we lie about some guns, some paperwork. He was trying to purchase some guns legally, but lied on the application or something like that. Something like that. It, it, so it, it's been reported that it was illegal guns. Then that he tried to 
purchase them legally. It, it's been a few different things reported. I don't know if any facts have come out 100% yet, but he was arrested for having weapons. That, that's the only thing that we know for sure. He, wait, he tried to purchase illegal yes. firearms He tried legally? to pur- purchase illegal firearms and register them. <laughs> ten years, give, give man, yeah, give him ten, give him ten. God, <laughs> and and I've been wanting to say I've been try I've tried not to be too harsh on Kodak Black, but I've said before he's just not that intelligent intelligent of a person, and he needs someone around him or some people around him to help him more. And it doesn't seem, you know, he seems like he fell into that trap of having people around him that are just yes men and no one to really guide him. I mean, J. Cole even said it in um in uh, Middle Child that he needed more he needs more guidance. And it sucks to see anyone go to jail, especially looking at up to ten years, because that that's no joke worth the time. It doesn't matter the amount of time. Anytime's too much to spend in jail if you ask me. It, I ain't trying to spend a day. Um so it, it it just sucks. And I think that, you know, what what happened to him, what happened to Takashi, I hope that this wakes up that younger generation a little bit more to actually listen to the elder statesmen in hip hop. Like these, these young cats just don't care and they do whatever they want to. They don't learn from the generation ahead of them. And it, it sucks to be quite honest. Yeah. His homeboys got to go too, though. You know, every time something, every time a situation like this comes up, we is like, we're quick to point our fingers at the, uh, at the actual artists Mm -hmm. and they're held accountable, but they're also the crew, you know, um, you can't, I mean, when, uh, unless you're taking care of these cats or if there are other artists that you brought brought along with you, they got to be held accountable as well. I mean, because the, the, the ultimate goal was for you to express and share your talent, and make money off of it uh, and get you out of a situation that you don't want to be in anymore. But if you still kicking around the same cats in the same situation that's that they've, you know, considered cool, but is getting you in trouble, man, all y'all got to go. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. Yeah, it, it it sucks, man. And you know, even though I'm not a biggest fan of of Kodak's music, it just sucks to see anyone lose any time of their life. Hopefully, this is a wake up call. Like I said, not only to him but to others around him. Um, we got to do better, man. It it, it this sucks. It, you got to do better. He's already has another case that's out there that that's been lingering over his head. So now to have this is just it was it was bound to happen. Yeah. All right, so we'll move into the next one. A little bit more positive. This one, I, I when I saw this, I really put this on the list because I wanted to talk to Mary about it. <laughs> Wu Tang Clan announces a new EP of Mikes and Men. I love that title. Uh, this one's inspired by the documentary that just recently dropped. Uh, well, part one of the documentary that dropped for them. Mary, what do you think about this? I mean, Wu Tang is forever. <laughs> um, although we have disclaimed before that we're not so you know energetic about seeing rappers of yesteryear put out new music um so and this is to kind of prove that i'm unbiased to that um and i love the woo rep for them like no other you know but i'm a little skeptical because yeah their style is very specific and I'm kind of curious to see if they deviate from that, if they try to get a little new school with it, or are they just going to stick to like the classic rule formula? Um, I saw on Twitter that ghost and, and the RZA dropped 
a single off of that project today. I think it's called like, I don't know, I forgot something like same old back with the shit. I don't know. I forgot the title. So don't let me even lie and say it, but, um, yeah, I definitely plan to check it out and I'm curious. I'm going to love them no matter what. (laughs) Who am I kidding? But yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, and you know, their last time they released the album together was the saga continues. And while, of course, it's not. It wasn't near classic Wu Tang. It definitely kept a lot of the same flavor. I enjoyed the the album for what it was. So, um, it was it it wasn't terrible to me. But what what do you, what do you guys think, uh, Baylor? What do you think about this? I'm gonna listen to it. <laughs> I'm gonna listen to it. <laughs> I'd be grumbling. No, you know what? You know what? I, I I'll say this: if they let if they let Meth carry it, I'm 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 here for it. I'm here for it. Um, but I think they're they're such lyrical geniuses that they'll figure like they'll figure out how to how I, I think it's cool. I don't, of course we always have this thing cast that you know that we listened to in the '90s or the, the early 2000s. Like, what are they going to talk about? They are dope enough to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Um, and of course, the production is going to be key as well. Is it going to be that Wu Tang type of feel? That's the only thing that I'm really looking forward to. If it's going to be their type of music, you know what I'm saying? I don't want, I don't want to see them to, I don't want to see them do anything new because I don't think it's going to fit. Do you think the key to that is, is like with the saga continues, RZA did not produce i think he produced only a couple tracks on the album but do you think part of the importance is that it does rizza have to produce the whole album is he part of wu-tang okay mary what do you think about that and we'll we'll go to low in a second but do you think do you think a wu-tang album needs to be primarily produced by rizza absolutely okay yeah i feel like he's really the linchpin to their style so i sort of feel like there is no it would be completely different without his touch on it, I think. Okay. Lo, what you, I know you haven't got a chance to uh, to get in there yet. What do you think about all everything we just talked about? I'm excited for you guys. I'm going <laughs> to listen. I'm going to listen only because you guys listen. And, you know, obviously they're legendary. But, you know, I have to... Um, I really want what I really want to do is listen to the first album, get you guys' favorite album and listen to that and then listen to the new ones. And then maybe like I'll understand. I think I'll understand it by like then. That. But I'm definitely down. I'm gonna listen. So have you have you never listened to a Wu Tang clan uh album like from start to finish? No. No, and no cream. judgment. No judgment. No judgment. I know cream. Okay. Um no, I haven't. I'm not even going to lie. Okay. And, you know, I would honestly be interested to, because, like, I, I think for the, the rest of the three of us, like, we were so engulfed in, like, Wu-Tang at its height. It would be interesting for you to go and listen to that and then come back and, like, tell us how you feel about it coming coming in from, like, nowadays into that. that yeah. That would be interesting to get your perspective on that. I'm down. I want to get all you guys' favorite Wu-Tang albums. I'm going to listen to all of them. Swear, uh, I got, I got, I got favorite Wu Tang songs, albums. Uh, I tell you this though, back in high school, let me tell you how much influence they had on me. Back in high school, 
Uh, Jesus Christ. I try I tried to rap. I tried. Okay. <laughs> what was your you rap name? Based oh in the my grade. God. Yo, low low I knew I knew she was gonna ask me this question. Look I I, I call myself if you laugh it's okay. I got thick skin. I I call myself the prototype. That's oh, actually yeah. a dope name. I like it. Okay, all right, you know, came with, with that by myself. Doing it, so. <laughs> but but you know what though? Um it was uh I don't know where we had got it from, but it was a uh, the instrumental. We had a, a gang of Wu Tang instrumentals and we rapped over all of them. And being from the West okay. Coast that's major because the type of music that we listen to out here, totally different production yeah. from what Wu Tang was putting out. But uh, yeah, but that's how much re- respect that we have for them. We rapped through all those instrumentals and they catalog is sheesh. That's big. Some of the beats I couldn't catch. I ain't gonna even lie. <laughs> Rizzo oh, to I'm me is. I also need a copy of that via email, please. <laughs> oh, oh, that is somewhere in the atmosphere. Somewhere <laughs> <in> the <ocean. laughs> Oh man, I have to dig through the crates for some of mine. But I think uh, Rizzo is one of the most underappreciated producers of all time, and I think it. I think because he worked basically just with Wu-Tang for the, for the majority of his career people miss just how much of a genius he is but low yeah. um it's not it's not a full Wu-Tang album but I'm to me Liquid Swords is one of the best rap albums of all time period so I'd be interested for you to listen to that from start to finish okay mm. down I can do that and then after that you got to go to Ghostface Supreme Clientele yes See, I know some Ghostface songs. I definitely do. Which um, is interesting to me because I feel like he's the grimiest of them all. Like, so I find it interesting that someone who's not really familiar with the Wu knows Ghost of of all of them. Yeah. Yeah. No, he has some dope songs. What was it? Shez Della Ghost? Was yeah, that? Yeah, Shay Ghost. <laughs> yes, that was my shit. It was. But to, but to me, he was also the flashiest, though, too. Nah, yeah. Tony Starks. Yeah, like, he man. had to live up to that. Yeah. And, yeah. like, I'm honestly a Rissa fan because of um, his martial arts. Like, that aspect of him I've always thought was really interesting that he was into that so much. And he isn't he a producer, like a movie producer? Yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I always thought Rissa was dope. I just never paid attention to their music, like, as a whole, but I can definitely see the impact. Like even with ASAP Mob, like I'm such a huge ASAP fan, and they remind me of if I paid attention to Wu Tang, I imagine that's how they were back in the day. So I mean, I definitely respect them, but I'm not gonna lie and be like, I know every every Wu Tang song, and I don't want to lie to y'all. No, <laughs> I mean we appreciate that because honestly, um, I mean we as much as like we're old school hip hop heads like it's, it's good to have a different perspective and you know just that's like me with a lot of the littles and the new people like I, I i have to dip my foot in there but uh yeah like i said it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to hear your perspective after you after you listen to it so that'll be something for the listeners to look forward to we'll call it Lowe's corner there you go Okay. I, love it. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah. You know what else I would say too? Watch the documentary. I mean, yeah. I, like I, I've only seen obviously the first installment of it because that's all that's dropped so far. But it, I mean, being from where they're from, it's an authentic education of like who they are, where they're from, and how they came to be. So, yeah. And then you also yeah. have the uh, the bio series coming out soon. So. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm just in, until until I see it and it stinks, I'm gonna look forward to it. Um, I'm always, I always love like biopics and stuff like that, and you know, I think I, I think people are taking them more seriously out of straight out of Compton. So I'm hoping this adaptation is taken very seriously, um, and not like thrown together like a VH1 thing or like a Lifetime thing. So. I'm I'm looking forward to it. So I think yeah, to piggyback though off what Mary said, yeah, watch the documentary, watch the series when it comes out, and it hopefully it puts you in the mind space to really kind of understand where they where they were when they were making that music, and it, it'll help add to that for you. And, and it's a known fact that uh, we all know that you have to take a shower after watching one of their videos. Oh yeah, absolutely. If you don't, then you just <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like y'all have straight faces. Like y'all serious. It's it, yeah. yeah. If you don't feel grimy after watching a Wu Tang Clan video, oh, you didn't watch it right. I can even imagine watching them in high def now. I feel like that'd be that add too much sheen to it. Like get you an old tube TV, hook it up, and watch a Wu Tang video. Oh, now y'all doing too much. <laughs> <laughs> Especially that cream video. It's like I'm 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 glad it wasn't no scratch and sniff uh, for that video. <laughs> that guy, that guy, that guy, that guy, alley. Project uh, Elevator written Man. all over I'm a, it. I'm gonna come back next week, like yo, 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 <laughs> son. If she could start calling her son in the middle of it, you know she watch. Um, but this this next one, we're going into the world of TV. Um, Power is to end after season six, uh, and the theme of this season is the final betrayal. 50 Cent has already said that they're going to be coming out with spinoffs based off some of the characters. So it's going to be interesting to see who lives, who dies. I don't think we've ever really talked about power. So I don't even know if you guys are like really big power fans or anything. Who wants to take this one first? Mm, I'm going to miss Angela. Most of the chicks on power are pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we already know. We already know where I stand with Lala. Yes, sir. Uh, It can go. Okay. It was getting. It was getting like. What else can you do? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a great show, though. But I definitely feel like, yeah, like you, you like your where you're going with this. It's like it. See, it feels like it's ending anyway. Like, I kind of assumed this was it. I feel like for every Tasha in the world, Angela needs to die. Oh wow! No, 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 no! Not if anybody needs to go, we know who needs to go. Who? Who? The number one. Just the Tariq. Oh, he gotta go. He gotta go now. You know what? That's who the spinoff's gonna be about. Take him. (laughs) No, he gotta go. I, I I agree. I think I think Power is one of those series that um, like and it's. It, it it's a finite amount of time you can tell that story with those same characters. So like spinoffs, I think are perfect for this because I want to see more stories told in the world. But like the whole mm-hmm. thing being built around Ghost and his family, all right, we've we've told that story. We've almost it does feel like we're reaching the end with him and Tommy. Kanan's already gone. That needs to end. I wouldn't mind seeing spinoffs set in the same world as Power. Maybe a different part of the the country. Maybe a different part of the world. Whatever it whatever it may be. They've set up so much. 
um, with that drug trade of of people coming in from different countries and different mafias and gangs and cartels that I feel like that world is like ripe to build out a little bit more. And that I wouldn't mind seeing. But this whole ghost story, it does. It needs to end. Tariq needs to get his like the final scene. Can he just be him getting his ass beat? I don't know about dying, but this is every character needs yeah. to punch him in his face once. That needs to be the final scene. Yeah, I'm with that. I'm with that. I'm I'd good, like to. I'm see, good like, with an ass whooping. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I I want to see like a Keisha Tommy love story. That's what I want to see. That and I need to like, see what's I'm forgetting his name. Nostrils. He needs to die too. Nostrils. Nostrils. Bro, Timmy. Yeah, oh, whatever his name on the show. <laughs> oh yeah, he, def- he definitely got to go. So he right behind. You know what, Kodak? Nostrils. Hey, but you know what? Like mean. Like the spinoff. I, I need a uh, Kanan and uh, and a Tommy spinoff though. You How know, he's dead. They could go back to how. No, I'm talking about. But yeah, I don't want to yeah, see that's... no more ghosts. I don't want to see it. I'm done with ghosts. Like, I don't want to see no more But maybe make it. it more, like Baylor's saying, focused on, on, on you know, ghosts could obviously be like a supporting okay. character there, but okay. more on, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm with that. I actually think that's a dope idea. Yes, Let's go Baylor, back to yes. the yeah, and And then 50s working also on the, uh, on the Black Mafia uh, TV show as well that I'm really looking forward to. Uh, it's like a lot of the same creators and team that was working on power. So th- there's there's a lot of things that 50 cents is working crazy. I think you also got a show picked up on like, I can't remember. It was like CBS or NBC too. That's, that's coming out in the next, next couple of years. So the guy's definitely working, but mm-hmm. I'm, I, when does he have time to be petty on Instagram? Oh, it's always time to be petty. That's his, that's oh. his main trade. 50 always fits in time to be petty. Him and uh, Tina Marie just won't stop. They need to stop. You just called her Tina Marie. Whatever. I don't give a <laughs> like Tierra Marie. Desire. What's her name? I don't know what her name is. Tierra Marie. Tierra Marie. <laughs> Whatever. Forehead. She needs to go. Forehead and nostrils. They both need to go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything left on power before we get into our first break? Nope. All right. Um, that's it. All right. Fair we'll be well. right back after this break. Hey guys, it's your girl Back Easy. Hi everybody, it's your girl Joanne. Hey guys, it's Trell and this is The, the team. team. And we want to welcome you into our group chat where we talk any and everything from ABCs of sex to finding your passion. Catch us every other Tuesday on Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and YouTube. Because we lit. Take that, take that. <laughs> All right, coming back from that break, uh... We're not doing any album reviews this week. I think next week we may go ahead and, and review Logic and and um, School by Q's album. We may do full reviews on that if we've had enough time to catch up on them. But Megan The Stallion, Fever, drops this Friday. Anyone excited about this? What, do, what are you guys' expectations? How do you feel about her as an artist? Uh, Lo, I'm going to actually come to you first on this one. I'm so glad you came to me first because... <laughs> I am such a Megan Thee Stallion fan. Like, I completely stand for her. She's so bad. So I'm very excited to see what kind of project she's going to put out versus just that song. Even though that song is like my getting ready to go out theme song. (laughs) But I'm excited. Yay. Yay, women. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Mary, what do you think? I'm excited to check it out, too. Um, Even though and I've complained or whatever ranted in the past of like feeling like all the new women in the game are sort of on this, I don't know, taking 
being kind of like, I don't know, a hoe. Say it. Say it. <laughs> yeah, say I'm it. trying to think of how to say it without <laughs> being a dick, but um, I don't know. Just being like mistaking hoeness for empowerment. I guess maybe that's the term. Um, cause I feel like that's a new wave and she's definitely on that, but there is something different about her and I can't really put my finger on it. It's more authentic. It's not like city girls where it's like, all right, this is just your little like gimmick that you're rolling in on. Like she seems to be authentic with whatever it is. Can you? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. I think, I think I, I agree with that. And I think it's good that you said that cause Coming from if I if I if a man was to initially say that I think it may be taken wrong, but yeah, like the whole embracing the wholeness, the thoughtness, and using that as empowerment to a degree, I get it. But at the, at the same sense, is like where is the actual empowerment? But Megan just seems like she's honestly her and having fun, and she embraces that um, that and that that comes in through her music as well. And I feel like not to compare because her and Cardi B are two completely different artists. But there's a little bit as much as Cardi embraces who she is, it feels like Megan has a little bit more artistry and embraces and it's more her as well. Like she it may be just because she didn't start off on reality TV or whatever. Maybe some of that that makes me feel that way. But Megan Thee Stallion really just feels like this is how she'd be if she never got famous. So. And she's so bad. And kind of further expounding on that, I feel like. Megan seems like she's in control. Like I could see, like you know, everyone else tries to act like, oh yeah, like I'm I'm getting flown out and this and that. But it's like she feel like I don't know. You get the impression from her that she is the one that kind of calls the shots in her situations. So I don't know. I think that's kind of what makes her dope. Yeah, okay. I think that's really cool because she's so new. But I'm excited. I can't wait to hear more than just one song. <laughs> Baylor, just I'm been letting it build up for there. you guys. <laughs> I'm just I'm excited for everybody. I think everybody's going to be excited for this project. I don't even know who she is like that, you know. So I don't I can't really say anything good or bad about her. I mean, I've seen her. Um, I can't watch her videos in public because uh, it's a lot of dancing. She can dance. <laughs> I can give you that. Um. But I'm going to listen to it. Yo, if my wife likes it, then I'm, I'm rolling with it. I'm rolling with it. I've seen the track list. So, yeah, there's a couple of tracks that I'm interested in hearing. Uh, but, you know, again, she just, you know, she's a stallion. For sure. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I, I, look, I... I, I I just learned about her like two like like two months ago, and I we and I'll see cats on Twitter uh, bring her up a lot, and it's like, I, you know, I mean, I don't know. It's the it's the obvious. She's she's a, she's attractive, but I never really heard like a like a dope anthem song that she got or her number one hit. I don't know. I, I haven't. You heard never it heard yet. Big Old Freak. Nah. Uh. Uh-uh. You never heard Big Old Freak? I'm gonna tell you like this: if I have heard it, it didn't stick I'm, with I, you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, I, but I doubt it because if it, it sounds like it would be a catchy song, because I've seen a gang of different videos, but I don't think I was. I, I probably didn't put the sound on because it's very, 
You know what I mean? Aww. So that could that could be it. Baylor, we love you, man. Just how real you are. We we all love you. Um But I probably end up she probably end up being like, you know, one of my top artists of the year. So I'm I'm listen I'm listening to her tonight. All right, fair enough. Now, now the the, the video, the, the video, the, watch the video. The, the two biggest yeah. reviews I'm looking forward to the rest of the year is Low listening to Old School Wu Tang and Baylor listening to Megan The Stallion. I'm just, yeah. I'm just excited for that. <laughs> Do we? Uh, so you know, every time a a new drop comes from a female MC, you know, the typical thing goes around about talking how the women are running hip hop. Do we do we feel that way? Because there is general gen, genuine excitement built around this Megan Thee Stallion uh, album for men and women. Um, does that signify like a changing of the guard? I feel like maybe because women MCs are more or less rare than what they used to be. What do you guys think? I think this is the perfect time for all these women to put that bullshit to the side and start making records together. They could really take over the game. Whether or not I like them or not, you know what I'm saying. If they was to, you know, come together and just start being featured on other women tracks and things like that, they could really take over the game right now and they come out with all these twerk little twerk videos and shit. <laughs> well, not that. all of them though. We we need some bars though. We that's Rhapsody. What I'm we definitely need that. Yes. Rhapsody and Il Camille yes. for the bars. Yeah, but even but mix it up though. You know yeah. what I'm saying. Just don't have because you just can't drill us with bars and, I, and I'm come on. This is a twerk video every twenty seconds. That should be a commercial. It's literally every every time you scroll, somebody's twerking. Um, so mix it up a little bit and work together. Okay, but the fact that you can mix it up is really crazy. Like the Doja Cats and Rico Nasties and all of that. Like no name. They're not twerking and shit. Like they're just being weird. Yeah. And so, she sells her weirdness very well. Like I as love weird it. as Doja Cat is, like her sex appeal is is is, is there. Yeah, yeah, it's there. Yeah. Who? The interesting question to ask. Like, and I know this album's finna finna release, and maybe we'll rehash this after it comes out. But we we've talked, and I've mentioned before how like J Cole, Drake, Kendrick stand kind of above the rest of their peers on the male side of hip hop. Who we put as the top three female MCs right now for whatever reason, whether it be lyricism, whether it be the total package, whether it be for impact. Who do you think is standing above the rest of their peers on, on the women's side of rap? Ooh, is this question. a matter of opinion or facts? Like opinion, facts. Opin- a complete opinion, mm. your personal preference, all that. Oh, I think I think Cardi is like I think Cardi is like Steph Curry. Um, right now, I would say Cardi, Nikki, and Rhapsody. Okay. I can't answer this because my opinion is just so weird. No, answer. This is completely based off you. Don't embrace. That's why you're here. I keep telling you. That's why you're here. Right. So don't don't shy away from it. Go ahead. I mean, I'm gonna have to obviously say Cardi, even though I'm not that big of a Cardi fan. Like, okay, okay whatever. That's just facts. Um. But Rico Nasty is the shit to me right now. Like, I can listen to her shit or her stuff all day. Um, and then, of course, uh, Nikki. She's in there somewhere. <laughs> all right. What about you, Mary? Yeah. I was going to say Cardi, Nikki, and Meg right now. Those are like the three 
I don't know, the three. In terms of keeping their fan base, those are the three solid ones to okay. me. Bars, you already know how I feel about Car- Cardi and her, you know, questionable writing ability. <laughs> so um, Nikki, not for nothing, she was not always my style, but her bars cannot be denied to me. Um, so I think she's deserving of her accolades. And Meg, I mean, the, she's definitely had a strong debut here without even yeah. debuting, really. Yeah, <laughs> she like I mean, she, she like Zion right now. Yeah. Yes, yes, she's like Zion yeah. for real. Okay. So. Yeah. So my we and I I would put Nikki on mine too. So mine would be I guess the same as Baylor's. Cardi, Nikki, and uh, Rhapsody would be my 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 three. Nikki and Cardi for the impact, uh, their music and how their fan base is huge. Rhapsody just for her honoring the game and what she is as a lyricist, um, I think puts her up there to me. But you you made a a, a point that I kind of want to talk about um, with Nikki. So yes, Nikki at one point had the bars, but I feel like we're starting to give her a legacy award with her writing ability because when's the last time you really heard anything lyrical from from Nikki? I personally have. Have, haven't gotten it for a while i feel like she came in the game being able to rap as good as almost any man period and have metaphors and had lyricism and all of that and i feel like she's let herself she she's fallen into the same trap little wayne did where it's, it's all it's more about the presentation than it is actually about the music at least for me so i feel like we're i feel like we're giving her a pass of what she's capable of but i don't think like she's proven it in a while Oh, let me let me let me back her up. Let me back her up. And I'm okay. not even a Nikki fan. She did take she did take this one picture. I was like, oh sheesh, look at Nikki. God <laughs> dog it. Um I will say this. Out of all those women that we just said, besides Rhapsody, Nikki I think Nikki has proven that she could hop on a on a on a track with any male artist and kill it. And I think they will I think they will she would be the first one that they would invite on the track to rap with them because she blends in with the dudes very well. You know, I just don't think her resume, like you said, her resume might not be that polished for her to say, I'm at this, you know, at this peak right now, I'm at this standard right now. I get it. But she has, I think she has done a lot for her to have her name cemented as one of the best uh, female MCs. It's just, I think, but it's, I think it's her all around presentation. She's like, she's like, um, uh, a 2.0 of little Kim, but for a different era. And I, and I agree with that. I, I don't agree with what she's done as far as in the game period, but I'm talking, if we take a snapshot of Nikki, the last three years, that lyricism, that ability to rap, I, I, I haven't seen proof of that. And it's only so long that we can keep going off of what she's been able to do before. It's like what you say now, Baylor, with with artists who come back in the 2000s, what you got to rap about, what she has to rap about right now. I don't feel like we can we can mention her lyricism anymore because it hasn't been hasn't been put there. I'm tired of hearing about her vagina. But (laughs) at the same time, at the same time, though, um, we can also blame it on 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 the. Basically, we could blame it on the whole league. It's not a lot of lyricists in the game right now. So who can she rap with? Okay, okay, Mary. What do you What do you no, think? We, I- we can We can say We can say she's not strong enough to 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 be a max player to where she could where she could carry the league by herself. We can say that she could, she could be a second option. 
But I feel like if she had the influence around her, she would be able to keep up with those other cats because they will force her to I, do better. I honestly feel sorry for Nikki because I feel like Cardi really just came and I don't know what it was about her, but it just knocked Nikki out of this, her spot. Um, and I feel like if Cardi and Nikki were to go toe to toe, Nikki would smoke Cardi. Um, but I just feel like she just got overshadowed now. Like even what was that track that they were on? It might've been motorsport. Um, and that they were both on. And Mm. it's just like, I mean, Cardi's verse was not any better than Nikki's. And yet it's like Nikki was kind of forgotten in there. How about even like Nikki took it upon herself to make her own little version of Tatiana? Wasn't it Barbiana or something? And in New York, all of the mixers on the radio make sure that when they play the Tatiana remix, which Cardi actually was on the official version Mm -hmm. after Nikki did Barbiana, um, which I felt like was a little bit of a diss right there, like from Blueface. But anyway, um, or his people, I don't know who made that decision, but, um, you know, it's just, and, and not for nothing, I felt like Cardi's verse was a ripoff of Barbiana. Like, I don't know. So, and Blueface is on cash money, right? Yeah. I'm not sure. That's just is weird. It? That's weird. Right. Yeah. Some shit is going on here. <laughs> It's like, I don't know. But so to me, I just feel like Nikki was like at her peak. And then once Cardi came, it just sort of really knocked her down. And I feel like if she were given the arena to compete, she would still be able to hold her own. And the shit that she's talking about is the same shit that all these other bitches are talking about. Like that nobody, I mean, obviously people care about, maybe not us, but (laughs) about their vaginas, about, you know, all the stuff they get and things to do for them, whatever. I don't know. But I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I feel like Nikki, her content is right on par with everybody else's and her lyrical abilities are probably better than the people who are really hot right now. But whatever it was, it's like she just got viewed as yesterday's news. Like once Cardi came on the scene. Well, I think it was the yeah. one-two punch. I think the, I think the the Remy beef showed that she was vulnerable, and not not that she came mm-hmm. out of that any worse for the rare. Even though I think Remy got her, but I think that that show, that that showed a chink in the armor. Then the Cardi stuff came up, and everyone I think everyone just was kind of tired of Nikki, and everyone attached themselves to Cardi because she was the fresh new thing. And then of course the fans put them pit them against each other when there was really I don't even think that they would have had issues with each other if it wasn't for the fans comparing them so much. But I think that I think it it was just fatigue. Nikki's been around dropping albums for what 10, 10 plus years at this point. I honestly think it's just fatigue that really got that really turned the tide on on Nikki. But Lo, I know I'm sorry. We keep I I keep talking a lot. But Lo, what do, what's your whole opinion on this? Um, I think that her ego is really off-putting. I mean, she's always been really cocky, but instead of, you know, embracing the new girl, she was just kind of the mean girl. And that was just so off-putting to everyone, especially to me. I just, I literally was like, I'm done. I don't care. Actually, I don't care for any of them, but this is extra. (laughs) You're out of here. (laughs) Um, but I mean... She'll find her way back because she's she's good. Period. Like you cannot say that Nicki Minaj is trash. She's not trash. She just got to work on that, on that ego, 
And I think she's on drugs, man. I really think she's on drugs. <laughs> I said it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they're all on drugs. They're all on drugs. Um, <laughs> any anything left before we go into this last break and come back? No. Megan the Stallion, check out Fever drops this Friday. It'll be actually by the time this uh this episode drops, it should be out. Uh so we're gonna take a break. We'll come right back after this. Welcome to Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. It's your boy T I M K I N Z the number three, aka Go Go Power Ranger. Yeah, this the Black Ranger, it's me, aka Mr. Give It to Me. It's Ash catch him in his bed. <laughs> bed. I am the Eric J. Only known as the Eric J. And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy K Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. The gentleman. Also known as K Diddy. Take that, take that. But better known as the people's jabroni. <laughs> and that's us. I mean, we four friends coming together every week to talk about the biggest stories in sports with our own flair to it. Let me tell you. You ain't never heard a sports podcast that's entertaining before. Damn straight. So check us out every Wednesday. Get at us. All right. These last two topics I was excited to get to. Um, so the, the the first one is Eminem has uh, now tied Jay-Z for third most top 10 hits on the Billboard Hot 100 history. Um, not that I don't even know if like the Billboard Top 100 even really matters as much as it did at the point like when we were younger but it's still an interesting stat and a good one for hip-hop and it made me think like Eminem and Jay-Z's careers they've kind of like where they've gone in the last few years it's just it's an inter- interesting retrospective to have and maybe we'll have that conversation more in depth at one point what do you think about this little piece of history uh Mary I'll come to you first here I mean I feel like it's definitely deserved um I mean, I feel like both of their bodies of work have definitely, you know, had longevity. They both have been able to put out recent projects that were respected. Um, Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Salute. Like, I feel like, hell yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's what's up. That's what's up. Baylor? You know what's crazy? Um, Hearing about Jay-Z, like, that's not a surprise. Even, you know, hearing about Eminem. That's not a surprise either because because we know his talent. Mm-hmm. But if we want to talk, if we want to talk about like like finals appearances or like championships, like his albums, he doesn't have too many classic albums though. Well, he definitely doesn't have as much uh, as many classic albums as Jay that that Jay has. Um, but shooting percentage wise, it's not looking good album wise for. Mr. Uh, Mathers. Um, but again, he had a gang of dope tracks, though, for sure. So maybe maybe, maybe the, the track that they're talking about came off of his first two, maybe three albums. Eminem's career is definitely front-loaded, whereas Jay-Z has more longevity over the course of his albums. I think most of Eminem's accolades came in, what, his first three? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then it's, kind yeah. Of, it's been kind of spotty hit and miss since then, whereas Jay-Z has been more consistent of course his his first few are are of course have more longevity than what's come on the back end but the back end of jay-z's career stands head and shoulders above the back end of eminem's career 
So he, um, he still kills. He still killed him on Renegade, though. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's not that's part of hip hop history at this point. That's not even that's not even an argument anymore. Uh, Hello, what, what do you think about this history that's been made? Same. I mean, I'm just not an Eminem fan. He used to scare the shit out of me when I was little. He really did. Um, <laughs> like Baylor said, like his his albums to me are in classic. Obviously he's good and he has some tracks that are going to be here forever. Um, but as far as him being up there as high as Jay-Z, I think it's kind of ridiculous, but I mean, okay. <laughs> what can I, who am I? <laughs> I, 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 okay. Okay. So, I kind of get where you're coming from. I I don't all the way, but that's that's what makes music great because it's completely subjective. I um I think Eminem for me and my money, Eminem is a better lyricist than Jay Z. Jay Z is a better rapper, if that makes any sense. Um, and I think that's that's how I look at the how I distinguish between the two of them. But Jay Z has also been able to adapt where I think Eminem hasn't. I think that's that's really the stick. Eminem has not been able to adapt. He's still pretty much the same. He doesn't use the uh, the gay slurs anymore, and I think that's more of a force because of of the backlash he'll get more more so than him growing as a person. And I think that's what I miss from seeing someone like Eminem from his stature is the maturity. And I don't really think he's matured as an artist, whereas Jay Z has. And that it pains Daniel, me to Daniel say that. John. It pains me to my soul to say that because I'm an Eminem fan. I love Eminem too. I thought yeah. that Elton John uh, chess move was brilliant, though. Oh yeah, yeah, that was smart. That was brilliant. Anything left on this before <laughs> we move on? Anyone? Low? Anything else to say? No. Mary. All right. No. So this next question is just—I think this would be a fun one because uh, in looking at this list when I was putting it together, I was trying to figure out a good sticking point, and I really feel like what we talked about today has been from like all different types eras and genres of, of hip-hop um so the question that i'm presenting to you guys is what is hip-hop to you when you hear hip-hop what does that mean what does all that include to you lo i really want to come to you first and listen just because i feel like you'd have the most interesting take on this what do you think oh this is such a loaded question <laughs> um man i don't want to like get too sentimental about it but like just growing up, I had to be so mature because how strict my parents were. And I used to sneak and listen to, like, Cash Money and shit like that. So to me, hip-hop is just, it's literally being free. Because you can literally, oh, I can't even put this together. Why did you have to come to me first? <laughs> can we come back to me? Can we please come back to me? <laughs> <laughs> Baylor, I feel like I know I I, I Baylor, I bet this is a question, just knowing you that you ask yourself quite often. I feel like this question probably what you give now will evolve in three years. But what's hip hop to you? Uh it's a lot. Um it's it's too much. Like I think I think hip hop is is our lives. This is what we we live hip hop from the way we dress, the way we talk. Till this day, one of y'all could call me and if I'm on the freeway. And you say, yo, where you at? The first thing I'm going to say is on the freeway, the NYC way, on the study, selling with my home. It's just it's just a natural thing to do. 
uh, cardboards, breakdancing, graffiti. You know what I'm saying? Everything came from hip hop, battling, uh, production, uh, the way you the way you walk, the way you talk, the cats you kick it with, the the slang words. All our slang words came from hip hop. You know what I'm saying? So hip hop is like it's like it's like a creation like and it's inviting to other cultures as well you know what i mean i to me i think hip-hop is a is something black people created but we're not stingy with it we're sharing it with the world um i mean it's a lot man i can go on and on about this mary miss almonte what do you got so for me, hip hop really is the culture that I grew up in. Um, the industry that basically launched my career. I mean, I worked at BET. I worked at MS, which was a parent company of Hot 97 in New York and Power 106 in LA. Um, I mean, every hip hop is everything for me. Like truly, I think in hip hop, like I have a verse for everything. Um, mm-hmm. When I make analogies about life, I'm always like quoting Nas or <laughs> Tupac or, you know what I mean? Like, so, yeah, I mean, I feel like if you grew up during a certain time period in an urban community, then hip hop truly is what raised you. And I know it seems like that's the case for all of us. So whether in secret, like low (laughs) 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 or, um, you know, I mean, look, my, it's funny because not to bring it back to woo, but for me, everything kind of does go back to woo. But, um, in the documentary, how the first episode really starts is they, they show how they were putting together protect the neck. Um, and one of my earliest memories, like with my mom and kind of seeing my mom as an individual and not just like a mother, we were at Park Hill Day, which is the, you know, the projects where most of them were from was called Park Hill. Um, And they would put on a free concert every year there. And I just remember seeing my mom jumping up and down with her hand in the air, screaming, Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. (laughs) And I was literally like, I must have been like eight years old. And I was like, wow, my mom like is kind of (laughs) cool. That's amazing. Um, yeah. You went so you me, went to school and said that too, Mary. I know you did. What? That my mom was at Park Hill Day saying Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing no, to fuck with. No, you <laughs> went to school saying Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Oh, of course. And we were tagging it and everything else. But that's another story. Um but yeah, so it in and, and I don't it's interesting talking to you guys because you're from different parts of the country because especially about the wool, right? Like I literally grew up where they're from and it was like truly life for me. Um, but seeing that it impacted the world is even more crazy. So yeah, I mean, I definitely feel like based on where you grew up, hip hop can definitely be a lot more defined for you than, you know, than others. I mean, obviously, West Coast has its own, especially being from LA. I'm sure you have some crazy ass stories too, Baylor. <laughs> but but look how look how uh, how strong hip hop in general is. Like right now, when are you guys? We can all throw a party right now. Mary can throw a, a '80s party. You know what I'm saying? Hayes can throw a '90s party. We could do an early 2000s. We all dress in different, but we mm-hmm. know what to wear. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So that's hip hop right there. 
Yeah, I mean, I think hip hop is like the most wide range like genre ever. Like, look at all the hip hop takes its influences from everything you can find R and B, uh, inner city, like er everything, and it feeds back into everything. Hip hop is, in many ways, it's it's reflective of life. It's ever changing, ever growing. Um, it, It means something different to everyone. Uh, mean all four of us can listen to the same verse and all get something different out of it. Mm-hmm. We can listen to the same in- in- instrumental and all pull something different out of it. And hip hop is is just that. It's everything. Like it's like a little microcosm of everything it means of the culture. And like hip hop is 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 love. Like what isn't hip hop? I think that's the better question is what isn't hip hop because hip hop is everything. Mm-hmm. Hip hop isn't isn't it, it isn't negative. Hip hop is a seasoning. You could add hip hop to anything right now. Yeah. If we play if we played some classical music right now just by itself, we wouldn't think anything of it. Would you put some bass behind that? <laughs> you gonna be like, yo, this is this is tough. it's kind of dope right here. Yeah, I mean, start and, a cipher. Yeah, look, look at like what little little Nas X did with Old Town Road. Look at how uh, rock and roll has been incorporated into hip hop. Like hip hop is everything. Lo, yep. it's your turn. We're coming back to you. You you asked to come back, so now you've heard it. You've heard of all, all of us wax poetic about hip hop. Go ahead. It's just such a loaded question, but I mean, it's everything to me. Is it's literally my mood every day different songs different albums um but it's just everything so it was my escape growing up um i love like nerd lupe fiasco like i can literally listen to an old lupe album and be like this is definitely like my senior year of high school like just the fact that you can listen to a song or an album um and have it take you to that place like, I think that that's, like, the dopest thing about hip-hop. It can take you to where you were. Um, but it's just rebellion to me. It's just everything. I love it. It's everything. That's all I'm going to say. That's what's up. Well, I think that is probably, honestly, one of our best episodes yet. And, you know, it, it's it, – all the topics were great. I think our conversation were, was amazing. Um Next question, what is hip-hop? So what we want to know over, over the course of the next week, uh, we'll put out the question, what is hip-hop to you? You can send us an email at uh, thebergsradio at gmail.com. I want everyone who listens to this to send in uh, what, what hip-hop means to them. So there you go. That That's that's assignment for the listeners for next week's show. But other than that, it's time for us to get the fuck up out of here. Um, Everyone, leave your social media, any parting words, anything you got. Miss Mary, I'll let you go first. I'm Miss Mary Almonte, M-I-S-S-M-A-R-Y-A-L-M-O-N-T-E, and we out. All right. Low? My underscore name's underscore low on Instagram and now on Twitter. What? You're on Twitter? Yeah. I'm I'm filtering the shit out of it. (laughs) (laughs) Gang, gang. (laughs) Baylor the Great. Uh, at Baylor the Great on all social media platforms and you can also catch me looking at the Stallion videos that I'm about to look at right now because I gotta listen to the music I have to listen to the music (laughs) (laughs) you listen with your ears this is true (laughs) 
This is true. <laughs> <laughs> and you can follow me at CEO Hayes. That's at CEO H A I Z E. You can also follow us collectively at The Breaks Radio. This has been another week of the best hip hop podcast you will find. We're out. Peace. Five nine, huh? Yo. I'm the verbal spit, Smith Wesson. I unload with six spit, the quick wit, the split a split second. Bomb with a lit wit expression. You hear a tick tick, then you test it. My saliva and spit, the split thread and the fiber and bits. So trust me, I'm as live as it gets. Everybody claimed to the best and they had the throne since big is gone. If you ask me, they dead wrong. My flow is hotter than the flash from the clip. When the hammer slaps the bullet on the ass from the clip. You wind up in the room full of my dogs. I have you feeling like a fire hydrant in a room full of dogs. So come, come now. Get pissed on, shitted on. Tough talk turns to can't we all just get along. You get blazed when the mic's off, shot when it's on. You probably ducked when they laid the gunshot in your song. My gun stutters when it speaks to you. Other shit to repeat to you. Nothing to clip to give a speech to you. Me and Premier, we kind of the same in ways. We both speak with our hands in dangerous ways. Rap now is a circus of clowns. A whole lot of lip from clicks. I probably rap circles around. I'm the next best to reach a peak. Formerly known as the best kept secret. I guess that I just leaked it. Like the habit.